Okay. Let's get started. I guess people trickle, trickle in as we go. And this space is obviously recorded. Um, so nobody's going to miss anything. Razman, good to see you. Wait, did he get rugged? Hopefully he'll tune in again. Um, yeah, so basically we are in week three, which means this is episode three of the weekly roundup with Reiki. I hope at this point uh, you kind of know the format of this specific space. This is a more me kind of doing a monologue with the updates from uh, everything related to the project. And then I dive into everything major going on in the crypto market or world markets that we need to know about and how it affects our market in general. So just an overarching idea of what's going on because it's kind of easy to get focused in on everything related to just crypto and not look at the larger picture. Because right now crypto market's pretty small and it's uh, it gets affected by all the major macroeconomic events that go on in the world. So don't worry too much. That is why I'm here. I do the research for you so you don't have to go around digging for information. And let's get started. So for first of all, we're gonna start off with our Meta Leon society updates the biggest update for today is that it is napoleon's birthday so happy birthday antonio you work incredibly hard we're very grateful for everything that you do for the project and i hope you're having a good day my brother so shout out to napoleon for his wonderful birthday great way to start everything off Talking about events, as you might have noticed, I did a minor announcement in the server Sunday night or Monday morning, depending on your time zone. This is the second week of all of our major events. We have everything scheduled by this time. We have all the times specified. We have the events created on Discord so that people can set up their notifications so they get notified every time the event is going live. Uh, the only new event that we added last week, which is going to be part of the weekly events, is bingo with Chapo. So Chapo handles that, and he did a wonderful job. Uh, I noticed a few people had some problems getting into bingo, and we figured out what the problem was. You really do not have to create an account with bingo. You just got to join the game without an account. When I tried that, I was able to join because I think, uh, Drew, you also had some problems trying to get into the event. But hopefully next week, Everybody's able to join and have fun. Um, talking about events, one of the biggest events that we've done so far just concluded uh, last weekend, technically this Monday, uh, since we gave people another 24 hours for a last minute sweep, it's the sweeping campaign. So again, super thankful for Chapo for coming up with this idea of working with us to figure out the details of this. Uh, Alex Antonio for the support uh, behind all of this stuff. Some of the highlights that we have from the sweeping contest is that our floor price went from 0.03 to 0.06, which is incredibly healthy and it's a 2x. Uh, personally, again, uh, I know Alex, you also share this mindset with me, like floor price to us, it's like not really that important. We just know like as we keep delivering uh, the project, 
it's eventually going to go up and it's just natural that it's going to go up when we deliver all the value. So uh, it was just really fun to see the community come together and enjoy this wonderful opportunity to get some super awesome Leons. I know some people got really incredible deals uh, for a really good price when you believe in the long-term price of this project. Like this is a, anything under 0.1 is a steal right now. So um, the total number of owners went from 301 to 314. We added 13 new uh, members to the family with the NFT. So that was incredible. The total number of sales that we had over the whole duration of the event was 74 NFTs. And as you remember, the founders declared that they were going to sweep one NFT per five NFTs. So a total of 14 NFTs as promised were swept right after the competition and they went right back into the Meta Leon Society treasury and they would be used in the future for contests, giveaways or any other fun stuff that we come up with for engagement. Next thing was the partnership that I initially mentioned last week about Alpha Oni, which is an incredible alpha group. Uh, Alex and Antonia have a very strong working relationship with them. And the last time we talked about uh, this, we said there was a deal that was finalized and soon the devs were working on a secure way to transmit information from their alpha group into our Discord. And if you notice, they did start about two days ago. So you should start seeing Alpha Oni Alphas coming in into our server as their dev team created uh, a bot for us to do that. So the information is transmitted in a secure and safe manner. Um, and then we do have four callers out of the seven that they have in total. So a lot of alpha being put into our server. So if you're into that stuff, it's incredible information. One of the most trusted people out there. So, uh, you know, we only want to bring quality to our family. So hopefully everybody enjoys that. One of my favorite updates from this week. Again, if you do not know who Talium Assets is, I mentioned it. I mentioned it twice at this point. Talium is a as digital asset uh, programming company provides ability, but basically provides the technical background uh, platform uh, for people to tokenize their assets using ERC20 tokens or any other. There's multiple, they support multiple platforms and tokens. So uh, that's just the technical details of that stuff. The last time we talked about this, we actually uh, were in initial conversations, I know the NDA was signed the last time I gave the update and Talium did give our team access to their API so we could start digging into it and kind of seeing, kind of forming our questions for the next conversation that we have. Luckily, Alex and Antonio met with Talium CTO this morning and they went deeper into the functionality of the platform and they had a few questions that they needed answered and they were answered. They also did like a demo that they tested out how the platform works. Uh, the next steps that they have from here is that they're gonna have a meeting with our CTO, our web designer, our front end developer and Talium CTO and their CEO so that they can figure out a detailed 
plan for all the different features that we need and all the customizations that are going to be required because what Talium basically provides is like a skeleton of like a platform, but you have to customize everything and then put your UI on top of that if you don't like their UI, which is pretty bare bone UI. So uh, that'll be really cool to see what comes out of that meeting. Uh, they also discussed uh, international regulations because I know regulations are a big problem right now because uh, the U.S. government is moving really slow. Some governments are moving fast. It's all over the place. So just to just to do the due diligence and make sure our investors are protected and are in a safe spot. Um, the discussion around regulations was also there, um, adapting anything from the legal side of things to make sure we're protected uh, from the software side of things, restrictions based on countries, what types of fundings we're going to support stuff like that was discussed so uh super excited to see where this partnership continues to head because as i mentioned before if we're able to secure this and we're able to build something out with them um, this will accelerate our development time and give us the ability to give back value sooner to our leon family Moving along, uh, the next update that I have is related to Michelle Kaczynski, who basically, if you remember his name, he's been associated with the project for a while now. Uh, he is the CEO of WeSeed, which is something that Alex and Tony have mentioned in the past in our AMAs. It is the largest crowdfunding platform in Europe. It has shared, I think, $800, $700 million worth of uh, assets, uh, of uh, projects being funded, uh, something around that ballpark. Um, so basically the last time I provided update, uh, we were in conversation with Michelle to figure out um, a long-term partnership in a way of him being in a official um, consulting slash advising role with us to provide his insights into crowdfunding and everything that he knows and uh, so that we can ensure uh, success and stability long-term and sustainability. So the contract at this point, uh, he has signed the contract. So good job guys uh, for getting that done. His official contract work starts in October, uh, but what he's really excited about is uh, providing the detailed, well, his, his detailed insights into the business operations around the crowdfunding platform and he also signed the contract in a very generous and understanding manner of, uh, as you know, Alex Antonio are very transparent with everybody, like with the community as well, with me as well. And we all know where we stand with our treasury in the bear market. And uh, since we're doing our best and Alex Antonio are doing their best all the time to find the best deals for the least amount of money, because we know that we want to set the standard in this market for how the founders should be spending their funds. Um, Michelle was really understanding enough to uh, sign the contract at a much lower rate than he usually charges in the market for his knowledge. But he understands and he also mentioned that he knows that we're in the building phase and in the future, he wants to be part of the success. So um, kudos to Michelle for being such a wonderful sport and uh, understanding that in the contract. Uh, last but not the least, uh, with our updates related to Metal Leon Society, wanted to remind everybody that every week on Sunday nights, I will be setting up 
all the events for the week, be it the Twitter spaces, be it the events in Discord, everything is going to be in Discord. Make sure that you check out the event section, which is going to be on the top left of the server, and click on interested, uh, the button that says interested. It's like a bell. Uh, the reason to do that is when the events go live, it's much better for people to get notified themselves rather than us having to ping a certain group certain times. It's just It just helps with less spams uh, because we know how important it is to not spam for no reason because the less the notifications, the less the noise. So yes, if you haven't checked out all the events for this week so far, make sure you do that. And then also every Sunday, check. make sure you check out all the events that I list out for the next week or the coming week. Uh, so you don't miss out on anything fun that is happening in our Meta Leon family. Um, so before I move on to updates with the market, I shared a lot of information. Uh, does anyone have any questions for whatever I've shared so far? All right. I will move on to our crypto updates for the week. Well, if you guys already noticed, the market's up a little bit today, which is fine. But in general, over the past week, the market kind of took a little bit of a dump. Bitcoin hit about 17,250, which was the uh, kind of the big support level that people are scared of. Uh, if it gets anywhere close to that, people start losing it so i was really confused with as to why that even happened and i really couldn't see anything major happening in the world that we don't already know about since i have mentioned in the last week's report that the market already has priced in everything that we know in the world government situation like everything going on in russia everything going on in china with the with the uh the property problems that they're having with real estate crash that they are going through and the supply chain shock that's going on in that part of the world and inflation problems in the US and everything. So all of that has already been priced in into the market. So I was like, why did this dump even take place? Well, as you know, in the bear market, what happens is there's less liquidity in the market. What does that mean? Not a lot of traders are trading Bitcoin. Not a lot of traders are trading Ethereum or anything. So what's really happening is even minor changes to the market, not really minor, like a few million dollars of changes in the market can draw the price up or down really fast. So what really happened was Three Arrows Capital, if you, know, if you don't know who they are, they were at one point, I think about last year, they were one of the largest hedge funds in crypto and they had about three billion dollars of assets under management in just crypto so right now as you can as you know three hours capital lost a ton of money in this bear market um and they at this point owe 2.8 billion dollars to their creditors so what really happened in the past week uh three arrows capital wallets were noticed to, to move about 33 million dollars worth of staked eth from the curve pool and curve is a DeFi platform on ethereum it's one of the largest it's actually the largest so they moved 33 million out of their staked position then they also moved 200 bitcoin 
And after that, they also moved $4 million worth of tether. And then on top of that, they again moved $4 million worth of wrapped ETH. So that's a lot of liquidity that was moved out of the market. So everybody panicked and traders and bots and everything catch up on this movement in the market. And basically it dropped the market a little bit. Good news on that part. This is temporary and the markets in this position are kind of temporary. Everything that is happening right now is pure manipulation because of the low liquidity. So if you see the market pump by 5% in a day and there's no giant news out there to support it, it's probably manipulation going on. Um, back to our next update. Uh, the Ethereum merge, as you noticed in the server, I did a written piece about the Ethereum merge, everything that you need to remember about that merge. And I also covered it in depth in our last week's uh, chill nights with Reiki on Saturdays. Uh, so if you want to give it a listen to know everything you need to know about how to get yourself set up for the Ethereum merge and the best practices, go give that a listen. Um, the Ethereum Bellerix update was one of the updates that was actually the last update that is required before the merge. And the merge is supposed to happen on the 15th of September. So the Bellerix update went live on the 6th of September. So this was the last step, basically the last dress rehearsal before the major event. Um, I've mentioned this before, but um, I will be hosting a live watch party in Discord for the Ethereum merch. I know it's a very geeky thing to do, so if you're interested, I'll be talking about the merch, what's going on. It's not probably not gonna be super fun to watch blocks being mined, but uh, sometimes it's really cool to listen to everybody in the industry, especially the senior um, devs at Ethereum kind of talk through the process as it's going live. So that'd be pretty cool. So I'll probably organize that. Another major news update, um, and this is all positive news at this point. So the only bad piece of news was the first one. I'm a person who likes to get the bad news first and then the good stuff because, hey, you got to know the bad stuff and then get excited for the good stuff. So Bank of Russia, which has been kind of playing like a, like a flip of the coin with crypto regulations, over the past six months, they've been pro-crypto, they've been against crypto, and all of a sudden, two days ago, they announced that uh, there, uh, one of the reports says that they want to legalize cryptocurrencies for the use of cross-border payments, given the changing geopolitical landscape. So that is basically fancy talk for saying, hey, we don't trust the US dollar, we don't trust the euro, or we don't trust anything else, so we're just going to take hard assets or the ruble. Um, kind of sucks, like I don't try to get into politics because that that is not my forte and I don't care for it, but for the crypto market, this is good and bad. Um, in my opinion, it's good because the, this brings um, like crypto to the main stage. I know crypto has been around for a while. People are talking about it. But now when world governments start using it for cross-border payments, which is one of the biggest use cases of crypto, uh, I think that's kind of a good thing. Uh, the bad thing being that some of the governments might look at it like, hey, we told you that crypto is used for uh, circumventing sanctions. So they will get their own narrative out of this by saying, hey, we told you so. So uh, kind of a bad side to it as well. But overall, you'll see with the next news update, world governments are kind of softening up their blow against crypto. They're starting to come around. They're starting to see the value proposition and they're starting to see there's more good being done than harm with crypto. 
so the next news article that I have is Liz Truss is going to be the new incoming prime minister of the UK. And you're going to be like, well, Reiki, why is that even like a crypto news? Well, because she did a tweet where she talked about the promising ability, uh, promising technology that cryptocurrencies and blockchain are. Um, so Liz does seem to be a friendly, crypto-friendly politician. So as the new incoming prime minister, we could see some uh, some really good regulations coming out of UK because I know they've been working on some, uh, their department, their treasury has been working on some standardized practices around crypto and stable coins. So that'll be kind of interesting to see what happens over there. Um, got some news out of Asia. And this one is really important because it kind of tells you what the big, big people in the financial industry are thinking about crypto. So DBS Group, if you heard about DBS Bank, it's kind of the large, it's actually the largest bank in Singapore, one of the largest banks in Asia. Um, they, the CEO of that bank announced that he is going to continue to support and build crypto services irrespective of the bear market or the current market conditions. And he says the company or the bank offers, is planning to offer its crypto services to about 300,000 of their wealthiest Asian customers. Um, he also went on to say that he wants the Asian market and specifically he wants Singapore to become the crypto hub of the world in the next decade. Um, so why did I want to end our news update on this specific part? Why this news article? Well, it's not just us crypto nerds who are like, oh, we don't care about the bear market. We're going to build and the market's going to come back. It's actually a sentiment that these influential people in the traditional finance share with us, which is kind of a huge validation to know that it's easy to give up when things go bad or things are not going great. Nobody likes ETH below 2000. Nobody likes ETH below 3000. Nobody likes to see their floor be whatever it is. But the truth is in hindsight, when you're building and you're focusing on the right things and you're providing the right amount of value, everything comes around and millionaires are made in markets like these. So um, having the CEO of DBS group specifically mentioned that they are unfazed by the bear market and they're going to continue building crypto services for their wealthiest customers. That should, that should tell you where this market's heading. So that's kind of the quick roundup. We're under 30 minutes. So uh, that's everything that I've got for us today. At this point, I am open for conversations, questions, concerns, anything and everything. And I know Alex, appreciate you waiting, my brother. I got you up here, so take it away. Thank you, brother. Love the spaces as usual, and thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I wanted just to add a quick information before when you talked about Russia uh, regarding BRICS. I don't know if you know, if you've heard about BRICS, B-R-I-C-S. It's basically a, a term that defines a new group, a new alliance of uh, countries that are between Russia, China, India, South Africa, and Argentina and Brazil are soon to be joining them. And basically, BRICS is an acronym that was find, found by a, a very famous economist in 2001. And a few months ago in June this year, 
uh, they have announced, so the BRICS have announced that they will be creating their own currency uh, to separate themselves from the US dollars because the, the dollar at the moment is used in 90 to 95% of the transfers in the world to determine the value of the transfer. So they are looking to separate themselves from this, obviously, also with what's happening in terms of uh, political conflict between Russia and uh, the rest of the world. So just wanted to give a quick update about this. It might come sooner than uh, expected. And I think that this might play a role uh, in the crypto space since, as you've mentioned, Reiki, Russia has been uh, with and against crypto. But uh, I'm sure Putin is very happy to use crypto knowing he cannot use his dollars at the moment. So this might play a role. Keep an eye on this. It's called BRICS, B-R-I-C-S. I just wanted to add this info to your beautiful weekly round roundup. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, we, we talked about that. I I looked into it and it looks like they have been trying to work on that for a while now because, uh, well, one of the things is everybody in the world at this point knows that fiat currency, be it the US dollar, be it the ruble, be it the, be it the euro, governments can print them whenever they want. There's no accountability. There's no standard. There's nothing. So when somebody's giving you something like power, like oil or natural gas, electricity, anything, leaders of the world government are starting to realize, like, why am I giving you something that is more valuable against something that you can print whenever you want? So like, it's a depreciating asset. Why am I giving you something? It's a bad deal. So they're starting to look at different options of, of trading in substances or something that has similar or close to similar value, monetary value of what they're providing. And at this point, it makes me excited because Bitcoin fits the bill. It has limited. It is account where it's the most accountable currency in the world. You know exactly how many Bitcoins there are. You know that nobody can corrupt it. Once you own your Bitcoin, you own your Bitcoin. There's only 21 million of them. So I feel like at some point, governments are going to start owning Bitcoin in their treasuries once we have like a, a better regulate, regulation landscape in the next two to three years all over the world, uh, which make it easier for, oh, because I, I know right now BlackRock is trying to offer crypto services to its clients. And in the bear market, BlackRock kind of owns their, they have $10 trillion of asset under management. So imagine how much asset under management they had in the bull market. So when you think something like that is offering crypto services, the, the future is bright. And this is why I remind everybody every week, you could get down looking at the prices, things happen, but always keep a bird's eye view, always look at the larger picture, see where the industry is going, always look at the price. Don't don't worry about the small obstacles that come in the way. Yeah, it sucks to see Bitcoin at 18, 19,000. It was at 69 at some point. Everybody wants to see it go back there. But what people don't realize is sustainable growth over time is always more valuable than a quick moonshot because nobody can time the market. Even the most professional people could not sell the top of Bitcoin when the last time it went to $69,000. So stay patient, keep an eye on updates, keep educating yourself. I tell you guys every time and I will keep screaming on top of my lungs, nothing beats education. So the more you get into this stuff, the more you start seeing how the world works and what these governments are trying to do, 
and how to hedge against those things because they are already hedging against it. So why not join in with hedging with them? Because now you have internet. Back in the day, like 50 years ago, people would see stuff in the newspaper and have to trust it. Now you have the power to literally know the same amount of information, maybe not the same, but close to the same amount of information that a Wall Street, Wall Street big shot has. So don't feel like you don't have enough power. Everybody has enough power. And each one of you being here, being in the space today, shows that you are going to make it because you are educating yourself. You are spending this time to learn during a time when most of the people are gone from this space. So kudos to each and every one of you for listening in. Again, I'm going to do a quick roundup with uh, if anybody has any questions for me, any feedback, anything they want to talk about, let me know. Otherwise, I think we're adjourned for the day. All right, Freight Train. What's up, brother? Uh, we're just wrapping up here. So if you want to hop up, uh, hop on up and uh, share some of the thoughts that you might have. Uh, we just wrapped up our weekly updates. So this space is recorded. So you will be able to listen in on everything once I close this out. So appreciate each and every one of you for hopping in. And I will see you all in Discord in a couple minutes. Thank you, everybody.